Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Positively Healthy Weight Loss with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I am going to show you how to retrain your mind and your body so that you can transform your life and get to healthy, amazing you and really, really enjoy it and have fun being healthy and leading a long and vigorous life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Positively Healthy Weight Loss with me, Dr. Lena. Welcome to episode two, where we are going to do a quick 10 minutes on nutrition and what is the most healthy way to eat in order to lose weight, increase your energy and lead a long and healthy life. Now, quick story before I start. My son, he's currently 15. He likes to cook. He likes to make chocolate cake. Oh my goodness, he makes good chocolate cake. He makes a chocolate cake which uses so much butter, so much sugar, so much cream, the most decadent chocolate cake you have ever made. And he makes it for people's birthdays. And it is a work of love and, oh my goodness, so much stuff that goes into it. It kind of makes my jaw drop a little bit. Now, I make something called Mummy's Yummy Chocolate Cake. And interestingly, one of my picky eaters, all my kids, hate aubergines for our American friends. We call them eggplants. I call them aubergines. And all my kids hate aubergines. They will not touch aubergines. Now, it is interesting. You can make a chocolate brownie out of aubergine. Now, don't think chocolate brownie because you're going to be so sorely disappointed if you think chocolate brownie. My son, who is really picky, calls it mummy's yummy chocolate cake. And I make it with aubergines. And I put in fruit and nuts some coconut, some eggs, some things like that. But it doesn't have any added sugar. No refined white carbohydrates. No sugar. And my kids will eat this. Now, obviously, my son, who is 15, refuses to eat it because he knows that it's got aubergine in it. And oh, my goodness, that poisonous stuff. He's not going anywhere near it. But we did an interesting experiment on my kids to compare how much 
they loved the chocolate cake made of, you know, the real chocolate cake made of sugar and cream and butter and all of those things, the decadent chocolate cake. How much more did they enjoy the decadent chocolate cake compared to the mummy's yummy chocolate cake? And the way we did this was we said, well, you know, if you could have mummy's yummy chocolate cake every single day or the decadent chocolate cake once a month, they're like, no, I want the mummy's yummy chocolate cake every single day. So we did this experiment and it turns out that they didn't like the chocolate cake that much more. I think they liked it twice as much as as the the healthy one. But if we think of terms of, okay, so how much not great stuff goes into that chocolate cake compared to, oh my goodness, I'm making something pleasant for something to eat out of healthy ingredients that you could eat every single day if you wanted to. The only reason we don't is because I can't be bothered to cook it. So it is really interesting that in our brain, we perceive that we like treat food a lot. But the actual reality of it is, yeah, it's a little bit better, but actually not so much. And once you get used to healthy eating, oh my goodness, healthy eating is just normal. It's just what you enjoy. And actually, the other stuff becomes not so great. So let's dive in and have a quick think. Now, before we think about what is healthy eating, I promise you we're going to get to this in 10 minutes, some of the issues that come up when we talk about nutrition. I don't like cooking. Healthy foods are so expensive. And that isn't necessarily true. If you know what healthy foods to buy, you can buy healthy foods on a budget. I binge eat. I sneak food thinking about kids and family. I like eating cakes and cakes and I have sugar sugar cravings. Now, we're going to talk about sugar cravings when we talk about emotional eating. And I don't have a system. And I think not having a system really does make it difficult. You really do need to think about your system and how you can eat healthily, how you can produce food healthily. So thinking about where and when you go shopping. For example, I buy most of my fruit and vegetables from the fruit and vegetable market. And guess what? They sell fruit and vegetables there. So I don't have the opportunity to buy other stuff. Now, if I were going to the supermarket all the time, you know what? There's all those treats which are glinting at you going, buy me, buy me, buy me. And they do sneaky things where they put them at the end of the aisle and they reduce them. So, you know, you think you're getting a total bargain. So all of these things we need to take into consideration. Okay, let's dive down into nutrition and what is healthy and what is the less healthy way. So when we're thinking about weight loss, we're not going to talk about ketogenic diet today. I don't teach the ketogenic diet. The ketogenic diet can help you lose weight. It's a high fat diet and many people have success on the ketogenic diet. There are some fallbacks to it. Number one is that it's not sustainable. And what I want to teach you to do is create a lifestyle that you enjoy. And that includes healthy eating so that you enjoy healthy eating. You've got a system that is easy for you to produce healthy food. So it's all just running smoothly and easily. And it doesn't mean that you can't eat treats from time to time. So studies do show that people find the ketogenic diet really, really difficult to stick to and that they basically end up going, oh my goodness, I can't do this. Whereas what I want is for you to find a way of eating that you totally love. Now, the way I teach it is plant-based. Why do I teach plant-based? Because the research shows that plant-based is the easy, is the best, is the healthiest way. And research also shows that the Mediterranean-style diet, which is a subsection of plant-based, is good for losing weight. And it's really good for having a long and healthy life and helping you reduce your risk of certain diseases. Now, I have done a whole podcast on 
the research behind the Mediterranean-style diet if you're interested. It's episode number one of the Fit and Fabulous podcast. So what is the Mediterranean-style diet? Lots of fruit and vegetables. So it doesn't, plant-based doesn't mean that you can't eat meat. But what it does mean is really what you're thinking of is I'm getting most of my calories from fruit and vegetables rather than meat. So it's a big, lots of fruit and vegetables on my plate and having meat as an accompaniment, as an accompaniment rather than what am I going to cook? I'm going to cook this big chunk of meat and then do a few vegetables down around the side. So fruit and vegetables, lentils and legumes. So lentils and legumes are lentils and legumes are things like peas and chickpeas or garbanzo beans hugely underutilized in my opinion and a great source of plant protein nuts and seeds delicious i love nuts what i recommend is you eat nuts that are not salted or flavored so plain ones ideally just raw nuts what else is on the mediterranean style diet protein you do need some protein in your diet so that can be meat it can be fish, it can be dairy, but it can also be plant sources. You don't have to eat meat. You can eat meat if you want to. And fat. Fat is another important component. There are three macronutrients in our diet. There are carbohydrates, which are sugars. So think pasta and bread and table sugar. And all vegetables have a lot of carbohydrate in them. So carbohydrates, protein, which is the building blocks of us. We are made of protein and we need to have some protein. And then fat. And our body needs fat as well. And we need fat to help us feel full up. We need fat for our body to function. And in the Mediterranean style diet, the fat is extra virgin olive oil. Now, that doesn't mean you can't use other oils from time to time. I use a little bit of butter from time to time. I might use coconut oil, but my go-to cooking oil is extra virgin olive oil. Now, what else about the Mediterranean style diet? Less of packaged foods and what I call white refined carbohydrates. So flour, pasta, bread, sugar, all of those things. So we're thinking fruit and vegetables, plants, extra virgin olive oil, some healthy protein, delicious, healthy, easy food. Easy being the operative word. And what I would say to you is the biggest thing is really having a mindset shift over what you're eating and how you're preparing it and thinking it, thinking of it as food that nourishes my body. I'm eating this food because it's tasty and it's going to fuel my body. And that is really the purpose of eating. Now, I know that in society, everybody eats emotionally as well from time to time. Just think of a party. A party is emotional eating. And that's fine. We're going to do a whole nother episode on emotional eating. So in a nutshell, lots of fruit and vegetables, nuts, seeds, lentils, legumes, some protein, extra virgin olive oil, and less of the white refined carbohydrates. And finding, creating a system for yourself so that it is easy. And yes, I know creating the system is the difficult bit. Once you've created the system you're on the other side, you're at healthy, amazing you. So that going through that process of creating the system can be difficult, but I promise you it can be done. And I remember, I'm going to tell you about Leah again, but I remember when she first started work with me and she was having a trip to Boston thinking, oh, I want to go and enjoy, you know, all the treats that I can find. And she went and she had a bowl of muesli with sliced apple on it and she loved it. And she's been back since to go to that particular place and she knew that it gave her energy to walk around to enjoy being in Boston. 
And so many of my other clients as well say, when I start eating healthily, when I find the stuff that I enjoy, oh my goodness, my body feels fueled. I feel like I have energy and I enjoy it. Okay, next up, emotional eating and cravings. <music> 